Welcome to the Amateur Film Review with your host, Ben Switzer. This podcast will cover a variety of topics in the world of cinema, including new and older film reviews, in-depth analysis, current trends, and some of my personal favorite films. Every now and again, you may have to listen to hear me rant about Disney, but other than that, my goal with this podcast is to have a great time and recommend films that might have flown under the radar for the majority of audiences. Film has always been a passion of mine, and I truly don't have one genre or one type of film that I love. I'm not really a huge Marvel guy. I don't really like superhero films or Transformer movies, loud action films. I like under-the-radar, small, quiet films most of the time. Sometimes that's not always the case, but usually that's how it goes. So today I wanted to start the podcast by telling a couple quick stories about what made me fall in love with the world of cinema. Both of those stories involve my grandparents who passed away about two years ago. When I was 11 years old, 11 or 12 years old, my grandma took me to see the film The Social Network in theaters and I was so excited. So you have to understand when I was a child, I wasn't a huge fan of kids movies. I didn't really watch Disney Channel. I didn't really watch Nickelodeon besides maybe SpongeBob. Um, I would always try and sneak down and watch the rated R movies from my <laughs> from the staircase in my house, watching down as my mom would watch and she'd always catch me and tell me to go upstairs. And I remember as soon as I got my first iPod and I figured out, oh, I can connect this to the internet and watch YouTube. I watched a bunch of movies that I definitely wasn't allowed to watch. First of all, Saving Private Ryan on a fucking iPod, <laughs> Departed, um, just to name a few. So I was always interested in more mature films and films that I probably shouldn't have been watching at that age. Um, and one of those films turned out to be The Social Network. PG-13, my grandma thought it was totally fine to take me. Turns out it's uh, probably one of the more explicit PG-13 movies there are out there. But I remember watching the film and being in the theater and just being so taken away by the story. It really just felt unique to me. It was the first time I watched a film and didn't take it just at face value. When you're in English class in high school they sometimes talk about analytical reading right which is where you take a book and you don't just read the words on the page and take them as they are you look for metaphors you look for symbols you look for a deeper meaning and what the writer is really trying to say with the words that they're putting on the page the same thing comes with film there's analytical film watching where you watch a film and you don't just watch the film and take it at face value see what is underneath the surface and i think not to my knowledge that was the first movie i really understood kind of what the filmmaker was going for and it just completely changed my perspective on film i ended up watching from that point on watching film all the time my grandparents also my grandpa was a member of the academy he worked in pr for actors back in the 70s and 80s 
um, and worked for many major studios, became an executive at several different companies. So he, in his older age, after he retired, we would get screeners, bunch of screeners for pretty much every film that was four year, under the four-year consideration category at the Oscars. And back then, we didn't have streaming services. So once a film was out of the, um, out of the theater, you had to either go rent it on Netflix online and have them mail you the copy, go to Blockbuster or another rental store and rent this, uh, the movie, or just buy the DVD. So having those screeners really gave me the opportunity to view a lot more films that I wouldn't have really had the chance to, to watch if it wasn't for them. Also, I got to watch a lot more mature films that, you know, kids my age or teenagers my age weren't really watching at that time. And I remember showing a lot of my friends movies that they'd never seen before, like Boogie Nights, which is just great film if you haven't seen that. That's a film that anyone can watch. It's so much fun. So a second story that I want to talk about is Liftoff. Hello, everybody. The Boys R Us Patreon has had 11 signups in its first week and continues to grow every day. Is traffic a bummer? Do you enjoy laughing? Or maybe want a way to pass the time? Check out Tier 1. Want to learn how to start a company? Or are you curious how social media algorithms work? Check out Tier 2. And you'll get access to Ian Teaches. Want my help with creative or business questions? Want the best editor in the game to clean up your content? Check out Tier 3 and gain access to the Boars or Us in a circle. Sign up to get your pricing locked in before prices go up. Sign up today at www.patreon.com forward slash the boys are us. One time with my grandfather, who again worked in the film industry for many years, he loved film, loved watching movies. But when he got into his old age, he was more interested in reading the newspaper than watching a full movie. So he would a lot of times watch these movies that were for your consideration, watch the screeners and be reading a newspaper while doing it. But one time, when I was about 16 years old, my grandfather, my father, and me went to go see this film called The Grand Budapest Hotel by Wes Anderson in theaters. And I've never seen my grandpa more engaged in a movie. It was amazing. And that, I, I think that is one of my favorite films of all time. I think it's Wes Anderson's masterpiece. It's short. It's gorgeous. It's incredibly sad, even though it's also very quirky and it's got a lot of flowery, flowery imagery. It's very sad at its core and has an incredibly melancholy ending. And I remember leaving the theater and my grandpa said a line that I'll never forget. He goes, they just don't make movies like that anymore. And I was like, wow, I was like, I've never heard him talk about a movie like this before. It was fucking crazy. I couldn't believe how much he liked this movie that I also loved. And that was just another moment that cemented my love of film for me. And there's been times where, you know, I haven't loved film, but I've always come back to it. It's always felt like a safe space for me. And as I've gotten older, over the past two, three years, my 
range of films I think has expanded a lot. I'm watching a lot more strange indie films or like underrated films that, you know, might not even be well reviewed at the time, but a lot of people cult films, if you will, if you may. Um, and so, yeah, I'm hoping that with this podcast, I can recommend a bunch of movies, spread a lot of joy, a lot of happiness. I don't want to make this too negative. I'm not too much a fan of, um, the so bad that they're good movies, but every once in a while, I do love to make fun of a good movie or rant about my hatred of Disney, as I mentioned before. Um, I'll definitely still do that every once in a while, but for the most part, I want to be positive because making a film is fucking hard. It's not an easy thing to do. It costs a ton of money, and most filmmakers, you know, you should be proud of. But at the same time, some of these filmmakers are very privileged, and they still make pieces of shit, like Aaron Sorkin. His movies he directed, not the ones he wrote. (laughs) Anyways, um, yes, that's my introduction to the podcast. I look forward to speaking to all of you in the future. Thank you.